You're listening to the Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is preached by Pastor Brian Wolfmuller. In the name of Jesus, amen. Dear Saints, I was checking the calendar today to try to find when we celebrate Gripe Giving Day. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Complaints Giving Day... It was nowhere to be found. Uh, My opinion about the election-giving day? That wasn't on there. A piece of my mind-giving day? No. Thanksgiving day. (laughs) That's why we're here. That's what the... Not only the church, but the entire world is training us to do. To give thanks. To be thankful. And this is not only a virtue in the world, it is especially a virtue for the Christian. So much so, in fact, that a lack of thankfulness is almost equated in the Scriptures with original sin. Here's Paul in Romans chapter 1. And he's talking in this place about the natural knowledge of God. You know, what we can know of God from nature apart from the Scriptures. And really what it boils down to is this. From nature, we can learn that God is good, that God is big, and that God is mad. (laughs) So Paul says, The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because... What may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because, and here's the key, although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were they thankful. But, became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. (laughs) Thankfulness, or a lack of thankfulness, is a mark of the fall. In fact, it probably is the cause of the fall. Here God had given to Adam and Eve anything they wanted. Of all the trees of the garden you can eat, except for this one. And rather than giving thanks to God for His Commands, Adam and Eve looked at the fruit that was forbidden and they took of it. And this lack of thankfulness runs deep and profoundly in our fallen nature. This is why I guess we don't need my opinion-giving day or my complaint-giving day because we do it naturally without even thinking about it. We don't, uh, we don't according to our fallen nature, Give thanks for all of the things that God has given us. In fact, and you know this about yourself, and probably if you think about it, you think of how how strange it is, but you could probably hear a hundred good things or see a thousand wonderful things, and then one thing goes wrong. (laughs) And that's the thing that you hear. That's the thing that you notice. And we even know that in our bodies, right? Right? Every single muscle in your body could be working except for one. And what's the one that you think about? (laughs) The one that's twisted or pulled. 
So it is with our lives. We have so many things to be thankful for. That the Lord has given us life and breath. That the Lord has given us family and friends. That the Lord has given us the freedom to gather in His church. That we have copies of the Bible that we can open up and keep in our homes. I mean, what a wonderful blessing this is. That we get to hear the Lord's Word. That we get to eat and drink the body and blood of Jesus. That we get to rejoice in the forgiveness of sins. That we get to live and die in the confidence that the Lord loves us. (laughs) And yet, what comes to our minds when we wake up in the morning? The stuff that's going wrong. The problems that we have. The difficulties. What do we talk about when we talk to each other? Not the things that are wonderful, but the things that are miserable. So, on Thanksgiving Eve, the first thing that we need to hear is the word of Moses, which is repent. Repent of your lack of thankfulness, repent of your ingratitude. Repent of your forgetfulness of all the good things that the Lord has done. And be a Christian. That is, have a life that is defined by thanksgiving. St. Paul can hardly write a letter to even the church in the worst of circumstances without overflowing with thanksgiving. We were looking at this word today, uh, give thanks, the command, or the verb uh, to give thanks. And it, it, it's there, it, almost like clockwork, in the first few verses of every single one of Paul's letters. I give thanks to God for you. For your faith. For your love. For your patience. For your endurance. I give thanks to God through Christ Jesus for your support, for your kindness, and for your gifts. And this is because Paul is a Christian. Now, the point of this, and this is really the first kind of theological point that we need to let sink in a little bit. The point of all of this is that when we say thank you and recognize uh, the Lord's great gifts, we are saying that our entire life is a gift. I mean, that's how we teach the children to say thank you, right? When someone gives them a gift, what do you say? Thank you. That's how it goes. When you receive a gift, you respond by saying thanks. So when the Lord teaches us to live a life of thanksgiving, He is telling us that everything in this life is a gift. Everything that we have in this life comes from His kindness and His mercy And His love for us. From the first breath that we took. From the first time that our heart beat into the very last. From every day of life. From having a roof over our heads and a scrap of bread to eat. From having friends and family. People that we can talk to. Books that we can read. From having a a government and rulers and a nation where we can call upon God in peace and quietness. And don't have to worry about being martyred. For all of these things, we give thanks because they're a gift from God. And 
and not just the good things. But because we know that God our Father loves us, we can also give thanks for the things that we don't like. We can give thanks for suffering. We can give thanks for difficulty. Paul taught us, remember from the epistle lesson, that he knows how to give thanks not only when he's full, but also when he's hungry. Not only when he's rested, but also when he's weary. Not only when he's uh, alive, but also when he's being put to death. And because of the death of Jesus, we can even give thanks to God for that. Our dying in the name of Jesus. We receive everything as a gift from God. And and this is perhaps the second point. The fundamental theological point of giving thanks. We can receive all of these good things from God because of the death of Jesus on the cross. Even the food, the turkey that we eat tomorrow comes to us because Jesus died. And especially the stuffing. (laughs) It comes to us because of the death of Jesus. Now, when we were at the seminary, this was the very first point that our preaching professor made to us, Dr. Fakinsher, and I resisted this point and argued against him for about six months until he convinced me that it's true. Uh, And his point is simply this, that even the gifts of creation, having a job, having a home, having air to breathe, and food to eat, the fact that the corn comes up out of the ground and we can harvest it and eat it, the fact that the turkeys grow, the fact that anything in this world is good, that the sun comes up in the morning and the moon comes up at night, all of these gifts come because Jesus died. Because apart from the death of Jesus, the only thing that God has for us is anger. Apart from the death of Jesus, the only thing God has for us is wrath. Apart from the death of Jesus, the only thing we could ever expect, in fact, the only thing we would ever get from God, would be to be conceived straight into the eternal torment of hell itself. So that when we thank God for the food, when we thank God for the drink, when we thank God for house and home, for land and animals, for our reason and all our senses and the fact that He still takes care of them, when we thank God for the day and the night, for the harvest and the planting, for the summer and the winter, when we thank God for the animals and the plants and all the other gifts of creation, when we thank God for these things, we're thanking Him for Jesus. For His death. For His resurrection. For His mercy. It's because Christ died that we have anything at all. So Paul says it like this. He who did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us all, how shall he not also together with him give us all things? And we, dear saints, give thanks. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. And his mercy endures forever. Amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was one of joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word and kindness. If you have questions about anything you heard on today's broadcast, please don't hesitate to contact us at office at hope-aurora.org or call the office at 303-364-7416. For more information about our congregation, for locations, service time, and schedule, please visit our website at www.hope-aurora.org. Thank you for listening to the Word of Hope.